Okay, welcome to Sportsbook Club. I'm Rich with Matt. Jeff is out today, and uh, we have been on fire with our uh, parlay picks. And by we, you mean you. So. <laughs> yes, I was. I was, but this is a team effort. There you go. No, I and team. <laughs> well, certainly, it's paid enough to cover everything. If you've been just been, if you've been hitting your parlays, you're up. I love I, I love that line. There's no I and team because the response is yeah. There's no we either. That's right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny. Yeah, no, we've been uh, we're three in a row with hockey parlays. So, um, and um, I picked some NBA games yesterday, um, but they mainly my NBA games are live are live bets because I I see a team I like, I don't like the spread. I sit there and wait and hope they get off to a bad start and the spread comes down. Yeah. Exactly what happened to me for Toronto yesterday. Live bet them. I got four and a half points and they ended up winning by 20. Wow. That's exactly how I play the NBA. Then I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to take that. And I'm going to roll it over on the Suns because I like them giving five. And they won by four. So my NBA was a was a push, but hockey more than hockey parlay more than made up for it. Nice. Yeah, the Suns. 62 wins for the Suns this year already with, what, six games to go, I think, for them. Yeah. And with Chris Paul back, I was looking at uh, for everybody. I'm, I just have been traveling a lot the past week. It makes it hard to do my same-game parlays just because I have to wait for the odds to come in and sit down and, and crank everything out, and I just haven't had a chance to. But uh, I, I love it. I was looking at the – again, just moving forward as people do things on their own if they can't catch the podcast, the Suns this year – you know, Bridges with double-digit points, uh, Crowder double-digit points. Uh, Paul, I think, had 15. Uh, Booker had 22. And this is kind of what they do every day. It's like, or every game, you can really look at the Suns and I think come up with some pretty good same-game parlays. Yeah. They just, they just produce. That's what you need. Yes. I mean, you, I love it. Fairly, yeah, fairly straight-up production. Yeah, I mean, Devin Booker's not going to have 13 points one game and 50 the next. I mean, he's pretty good for 20 to 30 every freaking night. Yeah. Which I love. I love. Well, tonight, listen, I looked a little bit at everything. I think you've got a really nice setup for hockey, and we've got a few other uh, sports we can bring in here mm -hmm. to make some decent parlays. So hockey's interesting. Yeah, hockey's interesting tonight because hockey, normally we use like three team anchors which, you know, those are games that you have to win in order to win the parlay. And then you can have variable games where you take, you, you put two parlays in, you take one, one side of each or one, both sides of one game and then use your anchor games and then yeah. a hedge game. Well, tonight, <clears throat> this is not us being overconfident. This is just, there are four games that uh, if, if it goes against, according to Vegas, if the favorite loses, it would be an enormous upset. Right. So those are, we're going to go with a four-game anchor. We're going to go with the Hurricane. We're going to go with the Panthers. We're going to go with the Flames, and we're going to go with the Avalanche. And then for the variable game, we'll take the Leafs-Jets game. And now we need to hedge. Now, we could use the Stars-Ducks, but that, only, that game starts an hour after the, the Avalanche starts and the Flames start. So... It's really a fifth game. It's really like a fifth anchor game if you take the stars over the ducks. Um, Matt had a great suggestion 
and said, well, why don't you just go with tennis the next day? There's at 10 o'clock in the morning, there's an enormous favorite playing. Casper Root is minus 700 against Francisco Cirandolo, who's plus 425. The nice thing about that is you can load up on uh, Francisco at plus 425. It won't cost you much to hedge the whole thing. I uh, like that idea. As a matter of fact, I'm thinking about maybe because the <clears throat> what that does. Normally, our hockey parlays are any are over five plus five hundred to six hundred. Now, right now, um, if we do, if we take the tennis and uh, we go with Casper Road um, without without taking the stars, you go with a fourteen anchor. We're at plus three forty nine. All right. If so we, all right. So that that's. That, that the plus 349 is five hockey games. So it's like the four anchors, the Leafs, and Casper Rude. Yep. And if you add the stars, which I know is what you're getting to, what now, does that you, take you to? Well, just one second. The other side of that parlay is that if you, you have to take the Jets, and right. that gets you to plus 802. See, right? That's so huge. I'm comfortable there. It's just if you take the Leafs, which you have to on these variable picks, you want to take a, a game where it's closer. Um, because you want the favorite to be, you know, to, to boost the odds as well. Right. I mean, let, let's let's see what happens. Just for for eh, it doesn't really do much if I. Take I, the I have to say, just I want to hammer that point home. I think it's really interesting. Re- repeat that. I just think that your point about taking the lesser <laughs> of the favorites. It's interesting. Well, yeah, and the variable game, which you want uh, the lower the odds, so. The Panthers are favored minus 370. The Leafs are favored minus 225. The lower that favorite is on your variable game, the higher the odds on the parlay. It'll boost the it'll boost the parlay odds more. Right. The the, so, the favorite side of the parlay. Right. Yep. So you want to get that down as far as possible. Strange though, because when I take off the Leafs and put on the Islanders, the Islanders are actually only minus one ninety. But when I do that. It takes them to plus three seventy four instead of plus three forty six. Not that huge, not that much of a juice. However, if I take the Jets, it gets me to plus eight seventeen. Whereas if I just took the Blue Jackets, who's the other side of the Islanders, I'm at at plus seven twenty four. So I'm actually going to take both sides of Leafs Jets, but then I'm going to root like crazy for the Jets because it'll give us more of a boost. Now, now here's you have to for everyone that that's listening. You know, we do this early in the morning, and again, I'm traveling and tired. I may have a stupid question, and I apologize. We may have even covered this before. There are no stupid questions. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. Unless uh, I ask them. Yeah. Here we go. You teed it up for me. No, um. So we're talking about taking the you know those teams. So we're looking at the favorites and the underdogs. Could I, for the purposes of my parlay, I take my four anchors, and then for Leafs-Jets, I take the over-under instead of the teams? Because, again, I can bet both sides of the over-under, and that's going to be smaller odds and evens it out. You know, that's uh, that's a great idea. That's a fantastic idea. I didn't even think about that because I'm always looking. I would, yeah. And it's a, and it's it's a, the only the only issue with that is if the over under is not it's even. Yes, is not. Yeah, so a, it doesn't so have a half point in there, but this does. Right. Yeah. So, so I, I, love, I, I love that idea. Yeah. 
The only thing that does, though, that brings you up to 507 uh, on the Leafs, or uh, 507 on the under, 481 on the over, but it's a lot closer than 346. Yeah. I like that. And then and it still sets up well for the rude hedge. You know, I mean, you're going right. to, you're going to, you're going to make some money when this hits. Right. The, is the, again, it, I mean, we want to make any money is good, but making more money is better. Yes, it is. Yeah, no, I like that a lot. Love that idea. I'm going to do that. So substitute the variable game for the over under on the same game. And yep. now your odds are minus 115 and 105. Cool. They're both minus odds, but still, I like it. And then, you know, depending on the games, you're going to get... I mean, Tyler no Matt's what, a smart Matt. Oh, well, I, I just... I mean, when you when we you start fleshing out the idea of trying to make those favorites the lesser of the favorites, it makes sense. Like, okay, what else can I bet that's close to even that works? It just, yeah. you know, and again, it's the, the puck line, too, would be the same thing. Right. You know, I'm kind of thinking that you don't even need a variable game to do the over-under. You could do the over-under in a game that you're already taking. And I say that because I'm looking at the Panthers-Blackhawks. Yeah. Or, no, I don't want to do that because I don't want the half. I don't want to push. No, the Sharks-Avalanche. So I'm taking the Avalanche, but the shark the, the over is plus 100, where the under is minus 120. Mm-hmm. And that still gets us, that gets us even better odds there. So... I think I'm going to do that one instead. Sharks Avalanche over under instead of the um, Jets Leafs because huh. you, because you'll get you'll get the you'll get a odds boost if you know if they go over. No, that's yeah. because the Avalanche are playing and they play great defense. Yes. Okay. Nope. As long as the numbers work, I'm a happy man. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, to tie into that, too, you know, looking at that, you've got uh, in tennis Alcaraz tonight, who is a, uh, a Spanish teen sensation that is rocketing up the ranks, is also a huge favorite this evening. I yeah. think minus 600. So that would be an interesting thing to throw into a parlay. You've got a couple double-digit favorites in the NBA and the Sixers and the Jazz. Again, LeBron's out. Anthony Davis is out. I'd be half tempted to take, I think it was Jazz minus 12. It's already like Jazz minus 13. It could be Jazz minus 16 by the time this thing tips off. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the Lakers are going to beat the Jazz without those two players. Uh, I don't think the Pistons are beating the Sixers, although the Pistons are 7-3 and three against the spread in their last 10. So if you told me they covered the 10, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, you, you start throwing those things in, and you start getting some probably pretty big parlay odds. Um, let me do I mean, that. With the jazz, just say the jazz. I just want the jazz money line. I mean, so yeah, jazz money line. If you throw it into all of that, um, are we taking, um, uh, are we taking Alcaraz? Alcaraz, yeah, it's, I think it's like it shows him as like Garcia Alver, Alcaraz. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got him. All right, so if I take Alcaraz and and <clears throat> throw in Rude and then throw in just the uh, the jazz, yeah, that gets our lower parlay. Which is the under to plus six thirty nine? Good gravy, and that's uh, that's nice. Oh. And the um, going back to hockey. Hold on, let me see what it does on the under or on the over bet. Seven oh six. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I take really, I'm in Ohio, a state that doesn't do online gambling, but I believe I can do it in Kentucky. So I, I may be heading over the border here and putting this. In. I mean, <laughs> well, this really, this is nice. See, last night, see, this is the thing with our our parlay last night was plus eleven seventy six. Oh, that's the one that won. And right. I don't have a good reason for that. Uh, I, I, you know, I do. It was just the Rangers weren't that much of a favorite against the. I actually. No, it was the Blues that were not that much of a favorite against the Canucks. They were they were only minus one hundred five, but we took them and they came through. All what right, I was really worried about was Edmonton. All right, before we get into golf, I want to recap. Okay, we got Canes, Panthers, Flames. We're going to do the Avs over under. Let's make that a variable bet. Yep, and we're going to take the Avs to win the game. Oh, abs and both yeah. over under. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got what I see. What you're saying, right? We've added a second variable. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're still doing the Leafs Jets just as an over under. Yep. And then no, we're, we're not. We're not touching the Leafs Jets now. Oh, okay. Well, cross it off my list. And we're not doing Stars Ducks. We are not. All right. So Canes. Panthers, Flames, and Avs. Yep. The Avs over Avs game over under both sides for my variable. Casper yep. Ruud is my hedge. And we're taking Alcaraz Garfia. And the Jazz. And the Jazz to win the game. Now I, I, I know that this is not just a hockey parlay, but this is mainly a hockey parlay because everything else we're taking are such prohibitive favorites. Yeah, just massive. Yeah, they're just huge favorites. Right. Okay. I, I like that. I'm going to see if we can make this uh, work here. I, I, okay. I don't see how this – and the other things, too, for everyone listening, at some point when these things start hitting, there's going to be a buyout offer. So, again, at whatever point you don't feel necessarily comfortable watching the rest of the stuff come in, if they offer right. you – you know, if you put five bucks down, they offer you ten bucks to go away, and you want to take it, take it. Yeah, yeah. It's at one at some point you have to weigh: is this buyout more expensive or less expensive than a hedge? Yeah, because ultimately, what we're going to end up happening to, having to do is if everything else hits, we're going to have to start buying Francisco Cerdolo. Yeah, um, at plus four twenty five. <laughs> to uh to cover our um the other you know the the hedge of it yep and, and it's really not going to be that expensive at plus 425. Yep. so all right love it well before we yeah. get uh 45 minutes down the rabbit hole you want to get into some golf <laughs> sure um so this week i'm trying something a little different and that's i uh and I talked a little bit about this yesterday. There's really only four or five major names in this tournament. I, when I, I say major names, like major winners. DeChambeau. Uh, Woodland. You got DeChambeau, Corey Connors. Well, he's he's just playing well. He's not a major winner. But Hideki, Spieth, and McElroy. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. Gary Woodland's playing well. He's 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 just below that group. So what I did was I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down to the um plus Four thousand, you know, plus forty five hundred crowd, mm-hmm. and I'm going to just start taking them for like two dollars, and then I'm going to move all the way up into like all and just take them 
to whatever they whatever I, I put up, I want to or I want to make like a hundred for them to win. So I took a I took like fifty one golfers going. Some of you know all, all the guys that were plus eleven thousand, fifteen thousand, you know, putting fifty cents on them to win a, to win, you know, hundred bucks. Um, I so what I literally have is the field in this, huh? And so I'm thinking, I'm thinking, if one of the five favorites really gets off to a blazing start, um, we may not catch them. But if most of these tournaments, somebody who you're like, wait, who's that? Is leading after the first round or something like that. And Greece and Sig. Greece and Sig will be leading. Yeah. yeah. And so of these five favorites, a couple of them are going to just have bad weeks. And so they'll drop off. So you're not going to spend the money on these favorites. They'll 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 weed themselves out. So maybe the maybe you've got Spieth and and uh, Hideki are you know within the top five. Okay, now you know that's where you're going to have to lay your money if you want to go with a favorite. And they're not going to be that, you know, it's not going to be that expensive mm-hmm. for them to do. You have to take those, but it's going to be way more expensive if you take all five. Yes. So you're basically coming up with a way to effectively allocate your, your, your money um, in the most efficient way possible to get the best chance of winning. Mm-hmm. Plus, you've got the field. And you haven't spent a whole lot of money on the field either. Yeah, I, that's I, my strategy this week. So basically, it's a whole different ball game. So you're saying you've got basically twenty five bucks out on fifty golfers. Yeah, more or less. Golfers. Golfers. More or less. Yeah, interesting. That's that's. And what I did was because I won an NBA game the night before, <laughs> I was up like twenty five bucks. I'm like, I'm going to invest this money in golf. There you then, go. That's a way to. That's a way I'm thinking about it. I view this, you know, I view sports betting as just another stock market. You know, it's a living, breathing market, and you, what do you do if you're if you're up big in a stock and you take a and you take a win? You 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 reinvest it. Invest it, yeah. So this is essentially me reinvesting in something else that I'm looking to get a you know a pop in. Cool. That's how I view it. Gotcha. No, I get you. That's I'll, I'll be selling my Betamax stock tonight. <laughs> I believe Sony owned Betamax. Yes, yes, they did. Um, I was looking at some things too for some bigger odds for fun. That's an outstanding idea, and I, I wish I could get in. I'm I'm looking at tomorrow because by the time most people listen to this podcast, it's already into tomorrow's bets, especially for golf. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily for the winners, mind you, but it is going to happen. I'm looking at seven names for the uh, the three ball bets tomorrow, the round three balls. Mm-hmm. And it's looking at the things. It's to me, it's Woodland, Rory, Ian Poulter, Hideki. I know you're a big Hideki guy. Keegan Bradley, Siwoo Kim, and Maverick McNeely. I just you know, there's. So, I know there's going to be other ones. You can, like you said, we, we you can look and see who seems to be playing well, who's do, who does well on a course, who does well in what conditions. You know, all these things. But I look at those seven players, and they just seem to be, to me, prohibitive favorites out of the gate for their for their matchups. And again, we'll have a good idea after today how that's going to set up for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. 
So I would look at those seven and try and find some combination of two, three, four of those to put together because the odds get pretty darn good pretty quickly with three ball. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the three ball today, and it's uh, God, you know, I've I've been, I've done three balls before, and I just seem to pick the wrong guys <laughs> every yeah, time. I, I've been okay at it, so that's I'm. I seem to have won money. I think it isn't a lot, mind you. I make, you know, 10% back or something playing, but from time to time I've hit a little better than that. 10%'s good. Yeah, right. We take it every time. Like you said, for investing in the stock market, we take it every time. Yeah. Love it. Win's a win. Uh anything else in in uh, in hoops? No, I know we've got what the NIT and the CBI or whatever the heck it is. Uh, finals tonight, Texas A&M, I would expect uh, to cover against Xavier. You know, Xavier played well the other day, but Texas A&M has played well all freaking tournament. They look amazing. And the other one is what? Mm-hmm. Fresno against Coastal Carolina. Uh, I think Fresno's a better team, but Fresno also has to travel literally across the entire country to go play a home game at Coastal Carolina, and Coastal Carolina is getting points. So, again, uh, for the two college games tonight, I would take Texas A&M in the points or minus points, and I would take Coastal Carolina plus points. But uh, And then probably right. probably the over on the Fresno game and Coastal Carolina. I don't – you know, the, the uh, Texas A&M-Xavier game, I just – I don't know. I don't trust Xavier to start making over-under bets. Right. <laughs> I just don't. I don't right, well, I'm in Cincinnati good. for everyone. I'm in Cincinnati right now, home of Xavier, but I'm not trusting him tonight. Home of Joe Burrow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, lots of uh, – <laughs> we went to the zoo. Lots of, lots of Bengal shirts out, out at the zoo. Lots, lots of, of red shirts. out there, huh? I saw, I saw multiple Scooter Jeanette shirts. I was blown away. Well, Cincinnati is a huge baseball town. Mm-hmm. They are um, – well, they're the birthplace of baseball, really. First professional team was out of Cincinnati. Nice. Yeah. Good trivia. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're the first professional baseball team. These were the Cincinnati Red, Red Stockings. They have the Cincinnati Red Stockings. Red Stockings. There we go. Cool. Yeah. I grew who up knew, a Reds fan. Who knew the Red Sox were ripoff artists? Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, nice, nice job today. Yeah, that's fun. That's a lot that's of good stuff. Week. Going You've been it this week. Yeah, I love the. Uh, you know, now that we've come up with an over under for our our variable, we may be onto stuff here. Yeah, changing changing strategies as we learn, becoming more efficient, refining the strategy. Exactly. All right. Well, have a great day Excellent. today. Good luck. I'm looking forward to seeing how this works out today. I'm I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. It was great. So, all right, man. We'll talk to you in the morning. All right, man. All right, sounds good.